You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. As we keep standing, join me. To the book of Proverbs, chapter number four. Keep standing, please. Keep standing, please. Keep standing, please. Keep standing. Respect the word of God. I appreciate when the word of God is being opened, you stand and honor the word of God. Proverbs chapter number four. I'm reading from verse one to four. I see it. Are you ready? Thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Here, my children, the instructions of a father. Listen. And give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrines. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender. And the only one in the sight of my mother. Verse 4, read with me, want to go. He also taught me and said to me, Let thy heart retain my words and keep my word and what? Live. Sweet Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. Speak to us in the language you'll understand with the clarity of your words. And let the name of God be glorified. In Jesus' name. Celebrate God's presence and be seated. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, a couple of years ago, before I, I got married, before I was called a father or daddy, I never understood the word father or father until a certain age. And speaking on the topic I called fatherhood. Fatherhood. Got married by the grace of God and um, my wife got conceived. Gave birth. The baby boy. And I was so happy. I was so excited. So happy, so excited that there's a baby in the house. Even though that time I couldn't buy pampas. I couldn't afford to buy pampas. But I was happy. There was this excitement in my spirit. I was honored. When they brought out the baby from the, from the labor room and hand over the baby to me, I kissed the baby. I was smiling. I was dancing. I said, so now, I'm a father. 
And she conceived again by the grace of God. And put to bed a baby girl. Wow! And my mother was standing beside me then and said, Nah, nah, nibulugumpa. Before we say what is happening, she conceived again and put to bed another baby boy. And I was growing fat. I said to myself, now I am a father. That you gave birth to a boy or a girl does not give you the capacity to be a father. I'm coming now. Because I thought that giving birth to children makes me a father. It doesn't make you a father. I thought that getting married is what makes me a father. That does not make you a father either. Are you following me? You have houses everywhere. Your container is coming in every day. You are able to build houses, buy cars, produce 12 children, produce 12 tribes of Mr. Johnson Eke. does not make you a father. Because I'm going to define father for you so that you will know if you are a father or not by the help of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to interpret the word father for us. Because then I was celebrating when they call you Papa M.M. I'm nodding my head. Now I come to know. Please put that proverb where we read before in the screen and not remove it. Hear my child the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding. Listen, my son. Let me tell you what it takes to be a father, son. Even when you are the only son, even when your mother loves you so much, but listen to me for an instruction. And if you obey this instruction, verse number four, if you obey this instruction, son, it will keep you and also make you a life. It will prolong your life. Am I communicating? It will prolong your life. It will give you understanding. It will make you unique. By then, you can beat your hand on your chest and say, yes, I'm, a, I'm, I'm of a sure. I'm a father. I'm the son of my father. Fatherhood is one of the most exciting things. To be a father. It's an honor. To be a father. But that does not mean, and the yastic does not mean, the abundance of things you have gotten, acquired, doesn't make you a father. Father comes with responsibility. The authority you have as a father, the responsibility of a father, the characteristics surrounding a father, I'm going to share. But I want to base on one only. The quality of a father. The quality. What tells you now? I'm a father. Hallelujah. In your notes, I want you to put down father. F-A-T-H-E-R. In your notes. Write it down. F-A-T-H-E-R. Father. Because I want to define the word father. Listen, 
It is only a man. It is only a man that can teach a man how to be a man. You didn't get me. I will explain again. It is only a man that can teach a man how to be a man. Thank you, mothers. We appreciate you, sisters, so much. But it takes a man to tell a man what it takes to be a man. Couple of years ago, I won't forget, one day my father, in the village, by 3 o'clock, he just wake me up, a.m. in the morning, and say, come and meet me. In my place, that's what you call Obi. I don't know if, if you know what I'm talking about, Obi, in my village. Wake me up by 3 o'clock, and say, meet me at Obi. I said, hope all is well. He said, come and see me there. I'm waiting for you. Sat down with him. He said, go and brush your teeth, and go and wash your face. I was surprised. And he began to speak and tell me some things that my mother never knew about him. Even till date. And begin to share some deep secrets about a man and what makes a man. That day, I said to myself, it is only a man that can tell a man how to be a man. So listen carefully. I want to define father for you. So as you are celebrating fatherhood and Father's Day, you can tell yourself, yes, I think I'm a father. Or no, I think I need to amend. I need to amend and adjust. Age does not qualify you as a father. Age. If you like, have beers everywhere. Let white beers be, be rolling on the floor like Methuselah. It does not qualify you as a father. What qualifies you is what I'm going to show you. I was opportune to be in a family some time ago. And the man was talking to his children. Suddenly, they were not listening, they, they say. And the man said, okay, you could listen to me. Don't you know I am your father? Why don't you listen? You must listen to me. He said, okay, come, 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 come. Come, come first, let me tell you something. I said, when you begin to tell your son, don't you know I'm your father? You've lost the value of a father before the boy. When you begin to remind your children, don't you know, look at, look at me, don't you know I'm your father, as I pity you. Am I communicating? When you begin to look at your son, your daughter, your children, and say, look at me, don't you know I'm your mother, I pity you, you've lost. Before that child, before that man, before God, he doesn't look like father. You lost the value of being a father. For you to remind your son, don't you know I'm your father. So I said you should write down father, F-A-T-H-E-R, father. And look at number one of F. Glorious God. Beautiful King. Excellent God. We bow before your throne. The word F, I, I define it as faithfulness. Faithfulness. F. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse number 2. Second Timothy 2, verse 2. F means faithfulness. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses. The things you have heard from me. The things you have heard from me. 
the things I have instructed you about. He said, commit these things to who? To who? To faithful men. To faithful men. Not to every man. Not to everybody. Not to every person that has all the natural endowments by the name man or men. He said, look for faithful men. Who will be able to teach to others? And I look at the word faithfulness. It simply means the state of being faithful. Allegiance. Loyalty. And fidelity. Very strong. The word faithful means allegiance. Loyalty. And fidelity. Before you can look at yourself and say, I am a man. Ask yourself, am I faithful to my wife? Man, I'm going to hit you below your belt now. I'm going to hit you strongly. Am I faithful to God? Am I faithful to the body of Christ? My father, Bishop Moses, one day said to us here, when you are done leaving your house and you looked at your wife and said, honey, I am going, and you turn your back going, what would the woman say as you're going out? When you are done with your wife and say, honey, honey no, I, I will see you in the evening, and you turn your back and go. The woman looking at you, what's going on in her mind? I sat with my sister and the husband, and they are having issue. I was discussing with them. My sister opened her mouth and said to the husband, I don't trust you again. I don't have any trust in you. There is no trust. Because I opened your phone, and what I saw amazes me. I was going somewhere. I saw your friend that told me, don't go this way. There is lion in the road. I said, what do you mean by that? Because you are there with somebody. And my, and my dear Lord was looking at her. What qualifies you as a father is how faithful are you to your family, to your children, to the body of Christ. Not dears. Not master. Not how many cars you're driving. Not how many children. But when your wife look at you and said, I know, I know, I'm sure. I'm sure. I was also met a family. I was having issue. I was discussing with them. The husband locked his phone. The wife put a lock on his phone. And the wife asked the husband, why do you lock your phone? What are you hiding? And the man asked the wife, what are you hiding too that you locked your own? He said, because you locked and I can't lock my own. Faithful. Am I communicating? Say I hear. That's the, that's the, that's the yastic. That's the standard that shows you are a father. That's the standard that shows truly I'm a father. Not providing food. Anybody can provide food. After all, before you marry the woman, the woman they chop before. Maybe so. In the chop. So the standard, the yastic that you look at yourself and say, I'm a father, is when you look at yourself and say, am I faithful? Even to myself. Am I royal? 
Am I loyal? Loyal to my wife. Loyal to the body of Christ. Who do I pay my allegiance to? Let somebody say, I'm coming. Say, I'm coming. That's number one. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. That's why Paul said, commit it to faithful man. This thing is so precious. Don't just give it to anybody. Look at faithful men in the house and give it to them. Proverbs chapter number 20 verse 6. The faithful men. 20 verse 6. Most men will proclaim each, each his own goodness. <laughs> Everybody will say, don't you know me? I'm a good man. Go to most families. And, ah. Ah. Somebody said here on Friday night, he said, when, when, thank God, thank God, and, and not thank God for Facebook. Thank God, and not thank God. Because all you see there is where husband and wife, they, they will pose and smile. Everything looks good. Everything looks fantastic. Somebody is just about to wed, and he brought his wedding, uh, what do you call it? Pre-wedding, pre-wedding picture. Pre-wedding picture. Not quite long. I looked at them where, where the man was, was kissing the lady in the picture. I said to myself, my people say, no be as if they see for either. You know what I'm saying? No be to no see, see, I saw them hugging and kissing. Ah, I told them, just wait. Just wait. Hold on. This is good. Every man proclaim his own goodness. But who can find a faithful man? Who can find? The same way, who can find a faithful woman? The same way. So don't look at me as a woman and nod your head and say, talk to them. I'm talking to you also. Because your own may be the worst. Take my children to school. Me, the teacher, was talking with her. I said, I don't mind doing one year ago. I saw what they're doing. She began to say certain things. I said, Madam, please don't tell me this one. One year ago. So also, faithful woman, who will also find. Because every woman looks good. Especially when you put all those, all those, all those patch, patch, and you patch, and you patch, and patch everywhere. You patch the head, you patch the nose, you patch the ear, you patch the mouth. You look fantastic, but patching. Am I communicating? The same way. Who can find a faithful man? A sincere man. An honest man. A man of good report. A man of reputation. I'm sorry I'm talking this way, but that's the truth. My cousin built a hotel in the village. My cousin. I used to visit the hotel. When I travel in the evening, I just stroll in there to go and sit down and talk with him. Mama, you couldn't believe what I used to see there, please. You will see men, married men, carrying small, small boys, small, small girls. Also, married women going, walking in. Without, without, without remorse. I said, my brother, is that what you are seeing here? He said, yes. Then a while. While are they? Number two. I say number one is F, faithfulness. Number two is A, affection. What qualifies you as a father is A, affection. The word affection simply means passion. Kindness. 
love, affection. The word affection means passion, kindness, love, tender, tenderness, having love, being affection, not lost, but love. Psalm 86, 15. Quickly. But you, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering, abundant in mercy and words and truth. Perfect example. When you show love to your wife, to to the body of Christ, when you show your affection, when there is what I call uncompromised love, undiluted love to your spouse, to your children, love, affection. When you look at your wife and see your wife as you, not as that woman, I'm okay. Affection. When you have affection for the point that you, it covers her fault. Fault. There's this deep affection. That tells you you are now a father. Let me digress a bit. When I married my wife, Mama, no verse. No verse now. I want to say something. When I married her, Mama, I salute you. No verse, I beg. She, she was an SU brought up. SU brought up. And you know SU. They will tie their head and tie their nose and tie their mouth and tie everywhere. The only thing you will see is their eyes. And they will wear this kind of gown that will cover even their toes and their fingers. Looking like that in the city of Lagos. But I am of a different understanding. I am from a different perspective. Are you following me? My perspective, my understanding is different from what she believes and knows. And I say, Negenti, if this thing will work, eh, I didn't say you should not cover yourself. But I want to be seeing you. I want to be seeing your face. I want to see your tummy. I want to see everywhere. So lose, lose nothing. Lose more. And I said to her, if I go out and I see any woman naked on the street, you will naked for me on the street too. For real. Because instead of me to go after her, I will do something that will make me to go after you. Put yourself in order. Know what I do? I took her to the market. I said, buy this one. I go to her, say, say, you Wear it like that for me. Or say, say, you Wear it. You are wearing it for me, not for that man. Or the other person is for me. Are you hearing me? When you show uncompromised love to your spouse, you take care of her. Not to talk to a woman. It's well with you. All the women in the house say amen. Affection. Because a woman will say, talk to them. 
Also, respect yourself. Amen. Show affection to the things of God. Love God with all your heart. Love God with everything in you. Not loving God in divided attention. Love God. Love the body of Christ. People will look at you and say, this one are faithful men. He said, commit this thing to faithful men. Men that have love for the things of God. Men that have love for the gospel. Men that have love for the children and other children also. There is love in your heart. Uncompromised love. Affection. Kindness. Not self-centered. Not only me. Not me, 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 me. I love what, what, what our pastor wrote on your DP. I wish I can, I can, you can send that in to me. He said, I wish I can paraphrase it now. He said that life does not constitute, that's what we, the better I want to say it. Life does not constitute on the abundance of wealth. What makes you a man does not mean how, how much you have gotten or your wealth, but the life you have impacted. That was it, I think. The life you have impacted. The life you have impacted. That's what makes you a man. Not how many cars you are driving. Not how many containers you are bringing in. But when Bible says, and these are the mighty men of David. Mighty men of David. Them that has nothing. Nobody's. And I wish, I wish most of us attended blessed memory. Our, our beloved John. 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 Mokolo. Somebody will see walking on the church like this. You will know that he impacted life. All the villagers and Okada, they were crying. He bought Okada for us, everybody. The women in the market, he built markets for them. Set up women up in their businesses and they were crying. A man that was building his own house and said, I won't build house until I finish the one there. He stopped his own house and started building for God. Love for God. That's what tells you are a man. That's what tells you I'm now a father. That's the yardstick to measure fatherhood. Not how many balls of a bar you can eat. Am I communicating? That's the reality of the world. That's the truth. I'm a church. You run home. You run into to where? From Monday till Saturday, you're in your shop. Only one day you give to God. Once I share grace, you're on the way going. Next one is T. F A T. Father. T. I call the word T teachability. Teachability. As a father, you must be able to be teachable. You must be able to be teachable. Don't be Mr. Know-all. Open to learn. Learn from your wife. Learn from your children. Learn from your house help. Learn from your driver. It takes nothing away from you to learn. Learn. Second Kings chapter 5, we're in from verse 1. Learn. I was bringing my son from school the other day. And we gave them drinks. And uh, as you are coming back, he said, Daddy, buy something for me. I said to him, I thought I gave you a drink. He said, No, be drinking our drinks. I said, Sorry, your drinks. I said, I thought I gave you a drink. He said, No, be drink. We are many. It's drinks. I said, Oh, sorry. 
I thought I'd give you drinks. Drinks. I thought I'd give you drinks. He said, yes. I said, thank you. So in that I'm talking, I said, I thought I'd give you people drinks. I learned. Not because, don't tell him, after all, what do you know? What do you know? This small boy. Did I, 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 just, I just gave birth to you the other day. What do you know, by the way? My friend, Mechiano, listen to me. There is something in everything, including nothing. Something. He knows you don't know. Listen. Learn from your son. Learn from your daughter. Learn from anybody at all. Even your driver. Listen. A story was told about a man that was going somewhere with the driver. The driver had people conversating somewhere. They are discussing. They are going to kill the man. So when the man entered the motor, he said, oh, God, I want, he said, my friend, begin to drive all the time. I said, shut up, keep going. That was how they killed him. Had he been here listening? Now, Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master. Because by him, the Lord has given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor. Listen to the qualification. But was what? A leper. Verse 2. Quickly. Going to verse 5. And the Syrian had gone out to raids and brought back a captive, a young girl from the land of Israel, who she waited on Naaman's wife. Yes, please. Then she said to her mistress, If only my master will with the prophet who is in Samaria, for he will heal him of his leprosy. Verse 4. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, Thus says and thus says the girl who is from the land of Israel. And next verse, last one. The king of Syria said, Go now, and I send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. Why? Because he listened. What makes you a father is the ability to do what? To learn. Sir, learn from your wife. Don't always be in a haste. Let me go this way now. If he tells you, honey, I want to say something. I know you are in a haste to go, but give him little audience. Give her little audience. That child, no matter what, wait a little bit and listen. What are you saying? Learn from them. What makes you a father is the ability to humble yourself. And learn. Leave that, that thing you called, you put on you by the name pride or ego of a man. Bring it down. Church, please, I beg you. Men, learn. Learn. Naaman, a great man, a commander of army, a brilliant general, great man, had an issue and was hiding that issue. But he knew that this girl has something to offer. He quickly listen and learn. Don't be Mr. Know-all. Don't think you know it all. Papa will tell me then, I know you know this thing, but listen to what I'm saying and add to the one you know. I know you know this thing, but listen to the one I'm saying and add to the one you know. It will give you more advantage. Be teachable. Teachable. If your wife is teaching you, listen. 
teachable. Numbers 14, verse 11. I see it Numbers 14, 11. Are we there? Then the Lord said to Moses, look at, look at, look at, look at now. Let me show something now. Then the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? And how long will they believe me? With all the signs which I have performed among them. Yes. We are going down to verse 20. And I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them. And I will make of you a nation greater than mightier than they. <laughs> greater and mightier than they. And Moses said to the Lord, imagine when man is advising God now. Imagine when the created is now advising the creator. And Moses said to the Lord, then the Egyptians will hear it. For by your mighty, for by your mighty, you brought these people up from among them. Yes, quickly, 14. And they will tell it to the inhabitants of the land. They have heard that you, Lord, are among these people. That you, Lord, are seen face to face. And your cloud stands above them. And you go before them in the pillar of cloud by day and in the pillar of fire by night. Yes, 15, please. Now, if you kill these people as one man, then the nations which have heard of your fame will speak saying, because the Lord was not able to bring these people to the land which he sworn to give them. Therefore, he killed them in the wilderness. And now I pray thee, let thy power, let the power of, of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken, saying, 18, the Lord is long-suffering, abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquities and transgressions, but he by no mercy, clears the guilt, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. 19, we are stopping at 20. Pardon the iniquity of these people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven these people from Egypt, even until now. And look at what God said. God says what? That's what? Then God said, listen! Then the Lord said, I have pardoned them ability to learn God, all-knowing God, that knows the end from the beginning, that understood everything about man. And Moses sat God down and said, listen, let me teach you what you don't know. And God sat down and was listening. When he's done, Bible said, present your reason. Present your case. When he's done, God said, okay, you know what? I have pardoned them. Why? Because he sat down and learned from Moses. And learned from Moses. You can learn from anybody. You can learn from anybody. It is pride and arrogance that will tell you, I'm above this person. What did he know? What did she know? That village boy will one day become a town boy. But if you listen to him, he will give you an idea. Papa said, what you don't know, you don't know. What you don't know, you don't know. Learn. That is what makes you a father. It takes nothing away from you. 
It doesn't take away you being a father. It adds more value to your fatherhood. It adds more value to your fatherhood when you learn. See, I hear. Am I communicating? Next one. Next letter. H. Develop hearing ear. H. Hearing ear. Develop hearing ear. No matter how tight your shadows are, no matter how tight your shadows for the day may look like, once your children, your wife needs your attention, please give it to them. Develop a hearing ear. Second Kings chapter 5, 13 down to 14. Hearing ear. And his servant came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet have told you, if the prophet have told you to do something great, will you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, wash and be clean? Verse 14. So he went down and dipped himself. Develop a hearing ear. My younger brother had an issue with my father. Anytime my father wants to talk to him, he said, I want to go somewhere. My father will smile and leave him. Anytime he calls him, I want to talk with you. He said, You talk too much. And truly, my father talks much. If you want to tell you something, he will give you all the analysis and analysis and analysis and analyze it and tell you stories and stories before it starts coming to what you want to say. But I have learned, anytime you want to talk, I will be patient enough and listen. I'll be listening. He will talk and talk and talk and say, I, I say, another man, you know, I talk, I'm, here, I'm listening. Yes, I know he has something to say. I'm waiting for the key word. I'm waiting for the key word. Can I shock you now? My father, God be the glory, he's strong, very strong. I mean, he's sick, very sick. To the point that if, if I come now, you don't know it's me. You know I'm the person. You can't even remember me again. But because I have learned to listen to him. I visited before this time, on September time, I visited him. He was lying on the bed and I came inside his room and sat down with him. And I told him, I called him. He said, uh -huh. I, remember, I reminded him who I am. He said, oh, oh. No, I'm going to say, uh -huh. And he started talking with me. When he was talking with me, he was talking out of point and was holding me. I just sat down. My brother wanted to drive me off and take me somewhere to call the man that would take us off. I just sat and said, now when did that matter? He talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. At a point, he looked at me and said, son, he said, eh, Osim, you are blessed. Osim, you are blessed. You are a father. He said, any person that has three should give you one. That's when I know I have gotten what I want. And I left. 
and he left me. And I called my younger brother and I said to him, this is what I'm telling you. Always give attention. Don't be in a haste. Develop hearing ear. I know the woman talks too much, but be patient and listen. I know the man talks too much, but be patient and listen. I know she's or he is talking out of point, but a little bit be patient and listen. Sometimes allow the person to talk. Don't cut him short or her short. And the Bible said, so he went down and dipped seven times in Jordan according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of the little, ba- of the little child and he was clean. I pray for you this morning. By the power in the name of Jesus, as you develop a hearing ear unto your wife, unto your spouse, unto your children, and the voice of God, may you be restored. I say, 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 Father, may you be restored. Shout a better amen. Develop a hearing ear. I take the last one, and we are going to pray. We are going to pray for our fathers. F-A-T-H. F-A-T-H what? So which one is remaining now? E-R. I will give you E and I will leave the R because of time. M-M. <laughs> Praise the Lord. E. Enduring heart. Enduring heart. Ability to carry on despite the obstacles and challenges. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7. Ability to endure Despite the obstacles, despite challenges, yes, I know the economy is bad. Yes, I know the condition of the country is not favorable. Yes, I know as a man, you're carrying load on your head. Yes, I know you have bills to pay, but I challenge you, don't carry it home. Don't take it home. That's what makes you a father. Don't take it home. If I tell you, the bills on me. The bills on me. Around me. But come and see me upstairs in my house. Where I'm dancing. Cast all your cares upon him. For he careth for you. Don't cast your care upon the woman. Don't cast your care upon your children. Don't put the load on them. Put the load on God. And go. Endure. Persevere. If you complain and complain, that does not solve the issue. Are you hearing me? That's what makes you a man and a father. The ability to persevere. To endure. Yes, I know sometimes it's overweighing you. But learn to, to push it off. Don't bring it home. Don't even take it to the office. Keep it somewhere. Keep it somewhere. Traveled. Took my dad to the hospital, paid bills over hundred something thousand for all the physiotherapy and all the things that they gave him, and came back, no school fees to pay. Did, did I have it in my face? No. My wife would say, nah, nah, happy, happy, go. Leave this thing, put it aside. I have something better to go. I have something better to go. Don't carry the thing and 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 now everybody in the home will become a tyrant. Now I walk and get in a house. Because you have house rent to pay. 
you attack everybody, you attack your children. Once, once you are coming home and, and the horn, pee, 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 children in their rooms. Once you're coming home, the wife is saying, guang, 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 pack, 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 bam, bam, in the room. Can I hear, can I tell you? You are nothing but a tiger and a tyrant in the house, not a father. Endure. Swallow it. And move on. Swallow it. And keep going. Swallow it. And keep going. When you come before God, offload it in tears. Come before him, offload it in tears. Cry as much as you can cry. Come home and make your home a happy place. Let everybody rejoice. That is what makes you a father. Cast all your cares upon him. Not upon the church. You come to the church, you are angry. Angry with the time, angry with the pastor, angry with your neighbor sitting beside you, angry, angry. You are here, here, men as one, you bring the church. Yes. What happens somewhere? You carry it to church. May God deliver us. I said, May God deliver us in the name of Jesus. Matthew 26, verse 38. Matthew 26, 38. Then he said to them, My soul, look at Jesus. He said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. Next verse, please. And watch with me. Going to 46. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. A man that has sorrow in his heart. Who is he casting unto? Unto God. Go for the game. Then he came to his disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me? One hour. Just to watch with me. Pray with me. Watch and pray. Lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Go down, please. Again, a second time. He went away and prayed and saying, Oh, my father, if this, can, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will is done. Yes, 43. He came and found them sleeping again, for their eyes were heavy. Deep sleep now. He went out again. Verse 45. So he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Uh-huh. Look at the last one. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed unto the hand of his enemies. Let me explain this, and I'm going to close quickly. That's why I told you, when you have burden, when you have load on you, when you have issues surrounding you, I'm not your problem. You're not my problem. I'm not the cause of it. Even if I'm the cause of it, don't bring it to me. Take it to God in prayer. My wife, you say, she'll bear me witness. When she puts some things down, I'm going to market to put all these things down, down, bra, 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 bra. She'll say, Nahegal alone, and say, my fault. Please go to the market and leave me. Not my fault. So what do you want me to do? To go there and quarrel with them in the market that is expensive? No. Is it pressing on me? Yes. Am I crying? Yes. Is he hard on me? Yes. To cook a pot of soup. 
Yes, he's spending me. I don't tell her that. I quickly give her the money if I have the money and come to touch and say, God, please help me. He met disciples three times. Somebody will tell him, if wrong, 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 you are here sleeping. Why am I about to die and you are sleeping? Imagine you. Transference of aggression unnecessarily. But when he prayed and the burden was taken off him, he came to them and smiled and said, let's go. It is settled. God has taken charge and control. That's what makes you a father. When burden comes, you take it to God in prayer. And by the time you are out, your wife will say, now how far? I say, it is settled. It is settled. Let's keep going. We are going somewhere. Challenges are coming. Take it to God in prayer. You have a church. The church is open. Come in here. Kneel down before him and cry. When you cry before God, you smile before man. When you cry before God, you smile before man. Should I give you the last one? Number R. Respect. Respect. Respect means honor. Respect means esteem. Respect means reference. Reverence. As a father, respect yourself. Respect your children. Respect your wife. Respect your workers. They say that respect is reciprocal. If you respect me, I will respect you. If you honor me, I will honor you. Even God says, I will honor them that honor me. And I will respect them that respect me. As a father, learn to respect yourself before your children. Respect yourself before your husband and wife. Papa said to us by his spirit, he said when a man is talking with the wife, don't you know, don't you know, I, I, you are a fool, you are a fool, you are an idiot, you are an idiot, and two of you are exchanging words in your house. He said you are a domestic disgrace. You are a domestic disgrace. That's truth. You can never know how a woman will love you when you respect her. Respect her space. Respect her personality. Respect her as a wife. She will give you another level and a measure of respect back. Yes. Yes. I was much younger. I saw my father drinking. He would go drunk as he was coming home. He would be staggering and be going home. Staggering and be going home. One day, he slept in the bathroom, vomited, slept there, drunk. Looked up in the morning. I said, Daddy, I want to see you. I said, could you imagine what they'll be telling us, your children, a father of a drunk. Your father is drinking to the point that he slept in the bathroom and on the shower. Shower was running on him from night till morning. What do you think people will say? looked at me and heard my hands and said, son, from today, I swear by you, I won't drink again. The end, till today. Never drunk. Never drunk. He respected us as his children and quit drinking and we respect him as a father and obey him. Anytime he says, don't do this, I will say, eh, remember, I swear that that day before you, don't do this or don't do it. Respect. Respect everybody around you. Show them respect. Respect your servants. doesn't matter. If you press anybody to the wall, he will react. No matter how small the person is. Even if your children, 
push them to the wall, you will see the man in him or woman in him or the whale in him as a child. But respect them. Shall we be on our feet? Just breathe your breath. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Your name. Our first prayer, you are going to pray for our fathers. Lord, breathe upon them. If you are a father, pray for yourself now. Lord, breathe upon me. Release your grace upon my life to be a true father. A faithful father. A faithful father. An enduring father. An affectionate father. A respectful father. Can we begin to pray? Lord, today, by your mercy, I receive the grace. Breathe upon me. Is there any way I have made mistakes that disqualify me from being a father? From receiving that that makes me a father? Lord, breathe upon me. Breathe upon me, mercy. Breathe upon me, strength. Breathe upon me, power. Breathe upon me. Breathe upon me, breathe upon me, breathe upon me, Lord. Breathe upon me, breathe upon me, breathe upon me. Breathe healing upon me. Breathe healing upon me. Are you praying that prayer, child of God? Breathe healing upon me. That which happens to men will not happen to me. I will not experience the measure that happens to men. I will not experience postures that happens to men. I will not experience heart attack that happens to men. I will not experience arthritis that happens to men. I will not experience any sickness that happens to men. I will not die premature. Also, as a man, are you praying that prayer? Pray upon me. Pray upon me, Lord. Church, pray, pray, pray. This is the time of prayer. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. Pray for your father. Lift up your voice. Cry unto the Lord. we lift up our fathers we lift up our fathers we lift up our fathers in la poshkala Something is happening now. Something is happening. Healing is taking place. Healing is taking place. In our bodies, Shalida Boska. Breathe upon us, Lord. Breathe upon us, King of Glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are going to pray and say, Lord, as a father, 
I receive the authority to bring stability in my home. There will be stability, there will be love, there I will protect my home. Are you going to pray that prayer now? Maybe your son is not doing as you want him to do. Maybe your daughter is not doing what you want him to do. You are going to stand in the authority as a father and decree and declare stability in my home. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Mother, stretch forth your hand. Church, stretch forth your hand. Bring stability. I speak for stability. I speak for peace. I speak for peace. I speak into the life of Amen. I speak on the life of Kaima. I speak into the life of Noel. I speak stability by the power in the name of Jesus. I tell it in the name of Jesus. I speak peace in my home. Let there be stability in my home. Let there be love in my home. In the name of Jesus. Shalabadagadaya. Legedegedebosha. Iprakatataba. Jelegadabadaya. I speak for stability. I speak for peace. I speak for stability. I speak for peace. Every lettering in my home. Ah. In the name of Jesus. That thing that is bringing problems and quarrel and misunderstanding and argument and pointing of hands in your home is a spirit. We are going to command them to disappear now. There will be peace in that home. I said there will be love in that home. There will be understanding in that home. In the name of Jesus, say with me, say, oh Lord God, I command every spirit of argument, misunderstanding in my home. I command them to disappear. Begin to pray their prayer. I command them this hour to vanish away. I command that spirit that brings argument, that brings argument, that brings misunderstanding. Church, are you praying for your husband? Are you praying for your dad? Are you praying for the men, for the fathers in our home? We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.